Brussel Royale is in full effect. A lot of EMEA teams are making changes and I've talked to four of them to figure out a bit of the insides behind the scenes of why they're making these roster moves and what they're expecting for the next year. I talked to Naleb from the Old Entropic roster uh, who made a roster change last year and are now looking for a new fourth. I talked to a doozy about all the things that happened to them at PGC and about their roster move, dropping Dante, picking up Spyro, and then the team that Spyro came from, Twisted Minds, and I talked to Batulans about how PGC went for them and what the reasons behind that roster change were. And then at the end, I had Alrein, the Navi coach, come on, who's recently building a full new roster with four cracked youngsters after Navi released all four of their players, Uber after PGS2, and then the other three after PC4. Tons of interesting stuff. I'm not going to waste any of your time. Enjoy the video. My first guest is uh, the big man himself, Nailup. How are you doing, sir? Hello, I'm good. Thanks. Had a had a bit of a bit of a winter break, like everybody right now. Um, yeah. I think you've been on the grind already again, right? I feel like I've seen you streaming and stuff. Yeah, I was not fully off. Like I didn't have like a full off uh, months or something. I just played, I don't know, a couple of times a week. Yeah. Just chilling some days, but like not nothing too much. Yeah, I just don't like to be fully off. Yeah, like I never liked it. Yeah, it makes sense. Some people really enjoy it, and some people yeah. just some people just don't wanna. Uh, it just depends on people how do how they like to do it. Yeah. That's pretty much gonna be the topic for today. I want to talk about people. I want to talk about roster moves and everything. Um, but I think oh, with I'm... you and with Entropic, there's a few things I want to talk about. You guys pretty much had a you had a pretty similar PGC 2022 uh, than to what we had, um, where you got 15th place, we got 17th. Um, it I thought about it, and it probably feels I don't know if it feels worse to get 15th in the finals or to miss the finals by one place. Like both kind of completely sucks, right? How was how was the feeling for you for that whole year altogether? I mean, that year for us was with so much up and downs like we started really well like yeah. we won like pcs6 we had like after that uh also not bled the uh, gloot but then after that it kind of all went down mm -hmm. and then at pgc we were like also having a lot of ups and downs we had like a great moments in the like uh i don't know i even forget it was it like uh loser bracket one or two that we had pretty good yeah. And then uh, you went into last like, chance, right? You went into yeah, the survival games. Yeah, in that survival games, we also played really good. Like yeah. not only that last game. Yeah. And then when it comes to the finals, we again had like some good moments and more like bad moments. Let's say. Yeah. But still, for you, what you're asking, if I, I don't know what feels worse because like we were 15th and like. With for every like every till every game like till the last game we could have finished at like I don't know top six like even with like last good game yeah and we died in last game with like I don't know maybe one point or something and we finished fifteen yeah it's rough it's really rough but yeah yeah and uh, you made a roster change pretty quickly after that um and I think you picked up Mexi at the start of the year right or do I remember that wrong. Uh yeah, we picked yeah. up Maxi after first PC. Oh okay. We were uh, thinking to like start the year with new player like instantly, because like uh but 
we didn't know who to pick up. I mean, we knew, but we didn't know if we were going to go English yeah. at the beginning. Because that's rough. that was rough for us, because like we didn't play in English roster for such a long time. Yeah. And then it comes to that that uh, we said, let's go one, like, let's try again, like with uh, QB. But we, I don't know, I, me and Luca already like saw that, uh, like QB didn't have like a, a motivation to play the game anymore. And just like, let's say, it looked like he's forced to play, and that's yeah. it. So that was pretty rough. Uh, and then. We decided to pick up Maxi after the first tournament. We just said, fuck it, let's go English. We know that Maxi is like really experienced players. He can teach us a lot, like make our team disciplined and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of started good. We finished like, was it top five in the rotation first tournament with him? So I think it so. was decent. Yeah, it looked good. After not making even the finals of the first tournament, that's pretty good. And then, was it, uh, next was PC, right? I next was PGS2 qualifier. Yeah. Right? And then it's PC fall. Yeah. Yeah, that tournament, we also started pretty good, played pretty good in qualifiers and, like, won the first game in finals. Everything started well, but then we also kind of didn't manage to keep it up with the others, like Twisted Mind, Foot, and Question Mark, yeah. and teams like that. Yeah. But uh I don't know, like uh since we got Maxi it was uh let's say we had like a more disciplined uh view of the game and like how we need to like uh, every small detail matters and like uh everyone had, and we we had like uh, every player has like something that he's weak on and then it needs to work on. And that's probably that the most that we failed. We didn't really like uh, improve individually what we needed to, like each one of us. Mm -hmm. So let's say that's like our probably biggest goal for next year to like focus more on like things what your teammate has to say to you and like what you have to improve on. So like team gets way better and like be way better results. Yeah. I think that's something you hear a lot as well is when you ask people what went wrong, a lot of the times you hear, we just made so many like small mistakes and everybody just yeah. makes small mistakes. And it's such an, in a way it's like a boring answer because you hear it so much, but it's so real. Like one guy making one mistake can just cost you like 10 points or something. Yeah. And even when, more. Yeah. And, and if, and if uh, like, you have so and many chances to makes, make the mistakes, right? Like yeah, and the, and then if if everyone makes like the mistake, like the like for example, I make it one game, like uh, other guy makes it other game, and yeah. then you lose so many points yeah. to that. And then maybe you have games where you don't make a mistake, but some games you just don't have a chance. Like yeah. some games you can't win. You can't win every game. So if you fuck up the easy games, like. It's so That's the most important thing in this game because like you just some games you cannot do anything you just like get yeah. max what you can like get kills and stuff like that yeah. but games where you need to get points like where you have like opportunity you really should take it like because you know like depends if you're gonna have like a lot of those games in the yeah. tournament of course <laughs> i don't know if you're gonna be gifted the whole tournament then it's easier but 
you sometimes you can get even you can get gifted a day or something and that can be enough yeah. right in a best of 18 if you have a really good first day or something that can be enough but then you throw one of those games and suddenly it's not a 60 point day it's like a 40 point day and that doesn't make a big difference anymore then it's 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 like so depends quick. if you're playing like qualifiers or group or like finals yeah. like in qualifiers yeah. you have like place space to do like to have yeah. mistakes and like try stuff but in finals, if you like want to win the tournament, be top three, I don't think you can like yeah. have those games. I think that's also something um, that we partner teams kind of forget about is like we have those qualifiers where we have a chance to fuck up. If you have to hit a top three or something in an open qualifier with like a load of random teams and shit. Yeah that stuff's fucking hard as well. Like, you play a best of eight or something on one day, and you just have to get top three to go into upper bracket, like, top six to go into lower bracket. That shit's wild. Um, yeah. No space for mistakes there. But you're no longer on Anthropic. I think um, you guys were, were sort of let go in November, right? Um, yeah. Are you, and I think you've already told me you're not sticking with that same roster. You're, you're trying to build something new, right? I mean, we are having the same roster, but like not exactly the same. We are changing one player. Ivas mm -hmm. is not going to play anymore with us. So okay. me, Maxi and Luca are going to stick together. Uh, we are going to start playing like uh, soon, like maybe in four or five days, something like that. And we already have some people in mind that we want to try out for Ford. Mm -hmm. So, but we're not gonna rush it like anything too fast because like we have time. We yeah. just wanna try try like different people, see how everyone is like fitting in the team and like uh, who we think is the best for our team. So we don't rush it anything like uh, so. Yeah, it's not like we have we don't wanna be we don't wanna be like in same situation like last year what we did like. Because we were really like, I don't know, if you should change or stick and like stuff like that. It, this is also the only time in the year where you can take your time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you want to find someone that you want to find for the whole year anyways. So take yeah. two more weeks. Like what is, what is, I don't know, three scrims less doesn't really fucking matter when you find the right player for the whole year, I guess. So that makes yeah. sense. What kind of player are you still looking for? Like how you, Luca is still the IGL, right? And then... Is Mexi yeah. sort of a co-IGL or is he just being a support player? Uh, yeah, since Mexi joined, he he started helping a lot Luca with calling and like stuff like that and like rotations. So and me and Divas were like more like quiet players. That's the thing, and that's that's like uh, something uh, that was like missing in our team. I feel like like. Uh, there is no space, I think, in PUBG to have like uh, more than one like play quiet players who doesn't mm -hmm. talk too much, you know. So let's say we are looking for one who can, or who is gonna talk a lot, give like ideas and like stuff like that, call everything, but like not the not the IGL, just like someone who is really communicative and uh, who knows what to do like by himself. And just like uh, also be pretty good mechanically. We don't want to like bring uh, someone experienced, but who is not like really at the top with mechanics and stuff like that. So, but we just want to get someone who is uh, also really motivated to play the game. That's the most mm. important part. 
because I feel like these days it's really hard to find people who are motivated to grind the game and like uh, like improve and work. So yeah, yeah, just like overall great player with like uh, that knows what to do in game and like outside the game and like uh, be understandable to take criticism and like uh, nothing like I would say special. Yeah, it's. I think PUBG is a really weird game in that sense, where a lot of the players at the moment um, have a, a lot of the top players have an insane amount of experience and they're really, yeah. really good at the game. But because they have that experience, it's hard for other players to, to get to that level. So then the top players don't have to work that hard. And it, also PUBG feels like sometimes it doesn't reward you for working hard all the time. Um, so you end up with like a pro scene where it feels like in other it feels like in other games there is just way more work put in sometimes than in PUBG because it's so hard to put work in in PUBG. Like you can't just go and if you go and scrim five times a week, that's cool, but that doesn't make you a good team. Like you have to find ways to actually improve and actually do the right work. Yeah, the the thing I think with the most people like these days with like most uh, let's say players that are like for pretty long on the scene, like they just play scrims and like. That's pretty much it. Screams and like maybe TDM before it or something, but they yeah. barely play individually. So they, I think that's like a bad approach because uh, I feel like we, you have like a lot to learn like while playing the game and like every time like you, like especially now with new maps like you have like Weekendy and like there is so much new stuff that people don't know still. Yeah, and that you can learn and also like. Uh, like every month you see something, for example, on this Discord that someone finds like some different new mechanic, but that's mostly coming from like uh, young kids, like Russians or something yeah. that play the game the the whole the whole uh, day, and they just like so you see it on stream or something, and then people are like, oh, what is this? Like, yeah. So it's not like people are just like lazy, I think, and that's their uh, uh, excuse not to play the game because oh. You don't need to grind PUBG to be yeah. good, but it's not really true. They have really good excuses, but they're still excuses, I think. I mean, you see, like, the most, like, the best players in the world are, like, grinding these games. Yeah. Like, all Chinese people are, like, grinding a lot, and, uh, I don't know, Koreans. Yeah. Tigleton, like, I don't know, Kickstart, all, like, uh, really, really good players that are on the top are yeah. big grinders. For sure. For sure. Cool. Um, I think we're going to keep it short for this one because I want to talk to like five different people for this episode. Um, yeah. That was pretty interesting. And uh, yeah, good luck with finding your fourth and uh, we'll see you in the next tournament whenever that comes around. Yeah, two and good luck. My next guest is a, pr a pretty famous one. Uh, it's Aduzi from Question Mark. How are you doing, man? Doing good. Actually, so fucking cold in Russia, but <laughs> I think we're gonna define this one. This is something I, I that I haven't really heard anyone talk about. Uh, I don't want to talk about politics and stuff, but I was wondering how is it for you guys in Russia right now? Because people are wondering, do do Russian pros still all live in Russia? Because I think some of them moved out of the country, right? And then uh, how do you not yeah. get like? How is it with getting drawn into the army and stuff? How does that work? I have no idea. 
I mean, it's actually working pretty hard to explain. So yeah. I think the players who stayed in the Russia, they kind of safe from like the stuff. Okay. And yeah, we're allowed to travel, like to go anywhere. So it's right now it's fine. Yeah. And I hope it's going to be like the same uh, after. Uh, like the players who moved from Russia, I guess it's only because of their like teams. Mm -hmm. So it's only like a couple of uh, players from like Russia, I think. Yeah. So they they moved only because they like they was forced by contracts by by their organizations. So oh. I think it's still safe to be here, and everything is fine. Good. That's good to know. Um, there's an obvious topic that we have to talk about, um, and that, that people really want to know about. You're probably tired of talking about it uh, at this point, but we'll, we'll try to go through it quickly. Um, I think it's fair to say you got kind of robbed at PGC. Um, yeah. do you want to sort of talk about how it happened for you guys in the moment? Like what happened and then what did the admin say and how did it go down for you? I mean, it's easy to explain. We just, uh, like, our four PC just turned it off. We start laughing because it's, like, first time for the six years. And yeah. uh, we, before this tournament, like, on, like, I don't remember what tournament we played, but it was open qualifiers. We actually played, uh, like, three or four rounds. We played top three because mm -hmm. Phil first had the problems with his, like, electricity at home. And, uh, like, in the moment when we played, like when we starting to play first game at the qualifiers, he, uh, like his electricity went off, and he just uh, ran to his car and drive to the like PC cafe to play class. Mm -hmm. And then when we qualified to PGC, like we 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 told to like to each other, okay, no problems. We we just have to play our best games. Like no any PC issue, like nothing. We we just have to play good, and this happened. Oh. <laughs> and we actually yeah, and we actually start just laughing because um, this happened actually on the LAN. And when we just stand up on the stage, we realize it's only our booth. So I don't know. I just start like screaming to referee just to start the game because it was uh, people like saying we was like our PC turned it off on phase three or something like that. Mm -hmm. But actually, it was more early. It was phase two, I think. We just uh, people looking on wire when like our teams and uh, like on esports map on trans uh, on translation when we just uh, like when our uh, players went off on the like screen. Yeah, but yeah. we disconnected early. Like you disconnected like early, yeah, yeah. For sure. Our PC yeah. turned off early, and it was like I think it was on. After phase one, we just get the shrink on the phase two. Uh, like everything was good for us. Is it really this happened, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. And after when we realized it's on our booth, I just told to referee to resize the game or like do something. And they just said, just wait, just sit. We like reporting it to Crafton, just wait. So I realized like they're not gonna do anything when referee said it. Actually, best best uh, thought it's like I think everyone of my team thought it's gonna be restart yeah. or something like for us. Yeah. But I don't know. In my mind, I already realized it. Like nothing. We just have to play next games. 
So when we had like the meeting with um, uh, after this game, like on back of uh, side of stage, we had mm -hmm. the meeting with uh, head of esports and the other guy. His name is Jake. I don't remember like what what is he doing. Uh, so I know Jay. I don't know Jay. Oh yeah, Jay. Jay, Jay, Jay is yeah. like a big esports guy. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. So Jay and the other guy. Uh, Not sure who. Uh, uh, like I was so emotional after that, and I was like so close to, I don't know, to ban me on every tournament because yeah. I was like a lot of to say. Yeah. But actually, I didn't say anything. So yeah, and. Like with this thing, we just played the other games, and it was kind of hard to like play the other games when like this thing in your mind. Yeah, we tried to kind of forget it for like a moment, but yeah, after the like last game, when actually you kill us, we we have to kill you. You yeah. was in the better position, and yeah. if we uh, like killed you, I think we had the chance to qualify. Yeah, but I'm not sure. So yeah, when we when, when we died in those games, like with in fight with you, I, I, it was like actually it was enough fight. We just run like with ton of smokes and like everyone shoot us. So it's n nothing you can do. No. So yeah, after this, uh, yeah, I, I I just turned like uh, my ears in the ears and just went to the room number. Like yeah. didn't speak with anyone. Yeah. Just listen music and went to the hotel. Because it was really kind of hard to say anything. Like, it's crazy. Um, yeah. I'm just listening to the story and I get like so upset. It's I I haven't thought about this since it happened. You know, I've been living my life and shit, but just listen to it. Listening to it from your POV is so upsetting. Yeah. Because it's just so bad, and I didn't realize it in the moment. I didn't. I I was looking at the map, but I was focusing only on my boys. You know, I didn't realize. And then yeah, somebody's yeah, like, sure. "What the." fuck happened to QM and I look at and you all died to play zone and I went and look at the game and you would have 100% qualified if you played that game like that was gonna be probably like a, a 12 point game for you or something you had like a pretty free edge um and it's just so fucking brutal mm -hmm. yeah for sure but uh also I like the people who are saying like we had 11 games to qualify or like yeah. we should qualify more early and I guess they didn't realize it's like not the like our class or like the small tournaments it's like the best tier PUBG yeah. so every game's matter yeah and yeah it's actually like any games on the lands like PGC or PGS can cost the game yeah. so also like we had the game when Twist dropped on us and like actually one game cost us a tournament yeah so yeah it's, I mean, that's the thing. It's, but the problem is, <laughs> as soon as they wait and they let the game finish, yeah. there's nothing good they can do anymore. If they remake the game, it's like so bad for us. It's so bad for Pero. It's really fucked up. And if they don't remake the game, it's super fucked up for you. Um, if they give you yeah. some random amount of points, if they say, okay, we're going to give QM four points and then... You qualify, some people are going to be upset. If you don't qualify, you're going to be upset. Like, there's no good way anymore. The only good thing they can do is instantly just say, okay, like, yeah, we have I guess to remake. Uh, like, when we stand up and realize it's only our boost, I, like, told yeah. to, to our referee, like, you have to say, like, to someone, I don't know who, like, who to, 
to restart game because like if game gonna be finished like i i can't say like to the game who wins this game bro like you win the game but yeah we, like our yeah. pc car so okay we're gonna play again like yeah it's so it's fucked. not fair so yeah. as soon as they let the game play out it's fucked and yeah. like i i understand that it's it's not that easy because what if one of you for example like accidentally turned the power off for example right like yeah, what yeah, if yeah. it was your fault and then they remake and other teams get fucked because of it or something you know like there's they're scared to mess it up so i kind of understand but it took so long they didn't only let the game play out there was like a 30 minute break or something right where they would just oh. didn't know what to do they were completely helpless um and i think that's really fucked up like they need to know exactly what they want to do in the moment and just do it yeah, I hope they like gonna change something in the rule book and yeah. they're gonna be ready for situations like that. I but, mean, yeah. the good way would be to have a pause <laughs> button. If if Man, they could just hit pause, sure. it'd be so good. Like we have both in Dota, in CSGO, in yeah. like League of, uh, League of Legends, like yeah. in Valorant. Every game like have the yeah. pause function. Why PUBG I mean, don't have it? I don't know. So actually, Apex had does it really well where. When they hit pause, the server waits mm -hmm. until no one takes damage for like three seconds. Oh. So they make sure that nobody's in a firefight while it's paused. Because let's say you're pushing a team, right? You're peeking over yeah, the ridge yeah, yeah. Yeah. and you haven't even started shooting yet or you're shooting a guy and then the game pauses. That's fucked up. But yeah, it'd be really nice. But I don't think that's going to happen, honestly. I don't think they're going to waste a lot of resources for a feature that's only going to be in esports. Um, I just don't see it happening, to be honest. Uh, when we had a meeting, actually, they said they're going to work on it. Okay. Like we had the personal meeting with them. So they will like think in like this way to, I mean, they, they will uh, say this problem to Televop team and they will like think what they can do. So maybe I think this function can be in PUBG. Soon, it should but... be. It'd be really nice. I don't know like when, but it's it have to be actually like what yeah. you can do in our situation. You have to like just press pause and press pause, figure out the problem. The solution. Yeah, yeah, it'd be very nice for sure. Let's move on. Um, yeah. you guys have made a really big roster move. Um, after this PGC, and you guys have let go of Dante and you picked up Spyro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After after it was clear that Spyro was, was let go from from Twisted Minds, how how long has that how long have you known was that was Twisted Minds deciding after PGC? So has it not been that long, or did you know before that? We didn't know. We didn't know like nothing actually. Spyro just uh, when we uh, like told the news about uh, Spyro, we like we actually I actually thought he's going to Navi and mm -hmm. I, I didn't like uh, ask him to play with us because yeah. I I feel like he's playing with Navi for sure because like we don't have a orc uh, we didn't play it like we have the different play style and we played some tests with other players and we didn't like ask Spyro but uh, with, uh, yeah and like 
I don't remember what this day was, but I just played the game. I just played PUBG and like Phil first said to me, Pyro asking uh, us to play like two tests with us. And I said, yes, for sure. Cause he's like the, like the best player in you. So yeah, we just start. We, we actually didn't play a lot with him, but mm -hmm. we, we played like a couple of uh, scream games. I mean, scream days, but, uh, like everything was good actually. He, I mean, he's like experienced player. Uh, actually, yeah, like experienced. Pop uh, is like uh, aim, like yeah. uh, game knowledge. Everything is like on high level. So also like he was fine with our communication. Is we actually played uh, with him. Uh, like for example, I don't know how to explain actually. Like I feel he played with us a lot mm -hmm. already. He just fit uh, in. There yeah, was no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah just I mean, right in. Uh, I still like thinking we have to play uh, a lot of screams with him and yeah, uh, like feel each other. But yeah, you he, always do he, right when yeah, yeah, you have a new yeah. player. Yeah, oh, that's so, nice. So you about said. Dante, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, after PGC and like after any tournament, I never thinking about the roster changes. Like in my opinion, uh, like I gonna kick the player only if he will stop playing the game, or I will like see he is not like doing too much to like he's not participating like in the like team. Mm -hmm. He just I don't know, like slacking, going like to some parties not playing a game so that's like only free thing mm -hmm. uh when i will start thinking about the like change uh i'm never thinking about the roster changes yeah and like we played with hobbites we played with um like dante and all of change was not forced by me it was like by players or by like another player from the team so with dante dante just uh as he said, uh, like we, he, he, sometimes he played really bad, and uh, people blame him a lot. Uh, like some pros blame him for no reason. Uh, I actually, it was fine for me. He's like he did well for me, in my opinion. Uh, he just had some problems with mental, maybe because when I like actually when we did good. No one said anything uh, like about Dante, but his stats was not good. Uh, anyway, so mm -hmm. when we when we win something or like when we just played good, but when we playing bad, like overall all team, I don't know why everyone saying like the bad thing about Dante, but we actually played like all all of us playing bad. Okay. So I I don't know why. Everyone saying this, so I think I think he just start feeling the he's like he he is a problem, and he start thinking it by himself. Yeah, actually, we didn't say enough, like anything against him, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, like yeah, so he it was his just his decision. So yeah, we, we just makes sense. I mean, if you, right so it was, uh, so 
did he leave before he left before you knew Spyro was becoming free, right? That's yeah, what you're yeah. Saying. yeah. He decided she, to leave. He didn't want to play anymore because yeah. the the chemistry I mean, was just kind of gone, and the team mentality was just. He didn't say like anymore. he have anything against or, or like against us. Like we actually have no problems between each other. We like still good friends. Uh, like no, nothing wrong uh, between us. Yeah. He just start feeling. He's like not uh, doing this like enough things. Yeah, I think. But as a player, I think I just played him with three years, and it's actually like the good player. He's not streaming like he. Sometimes he's not playing PUBG a lot. But if I will like say, guys, okay, we like this month we're streaming like the whole weeks, and only like we have uh, the awesome uh, weekends. He's like he will do this. He will not say like okay, I'm tired. I don't mm -hmm. want to play this. I don't want to play this. Yeah. Like this tournament is not like is not, is a small tournament. I don't want to play this. So he's like the guy who is putting the hard work in the game. But sometimes it's not enough. Yeah, it's like about uh, personal. And sometimes, like you stick together with a team, and stuff just starts going wrong, and you have to make a change. It doesn't always. It doesn't have to be his fault, right? Like sometimes. Yeah. You just need to make a change. I mean, um, actually, yeah. I think we didn't have any problem with like, uh, like I, I didn't plan to make any change. Mm -hmm. We just had the problems with mental things by like one player, and we actually have to work on this together. But in my opinion, like if you're like tier uh, tier one player, and you have some troubles with mental things or like uh yeah like with this you have to fix it by uh like by yourself because yeah. I, I can't like help with this like i'm not the the guy who is like doing actually this so i had no idea how to fix this so you have to like yeah. do it by yourself yeah for sure and it's hard i think it's yeah. the hardest issues to fix is your own mental um yeah and especially in PUBG where like some players, for example, right, they, they just struggle when they go to a big tournament, but you have so little big tournaments that like you can't practice it that much. You just have to perform. You're at PGC, you have to perform now. It's not like you can just no. say, all right, next month is the next PGC. You have one more year until that's the next one. So it's hard. Um, yeah, actually, our team is a good example. When I, when I went to first PGC in Korea, like mm -hmm. in the quarantine days, we just finished uh, on the third. Oh, yeah, like yeah, like, like last places. Only because I had the players who didn't play like the lens. The, it was actually the first lens uh, by these players, yeah. and we really we played bad. So the next one, I get I already got like players who played the land. They got experience, so the next one was better. And this PGC not was better than PGS, but yeah, I feel like we still have. The, like the good chance if we qualify to final and yeah. play maybe better than PGS or like PGC in Dubai. Yeah. Um, now you're getting Spyro from Twisted Minds. Um, you're, I think you're looking like a top two European team maybe right now. I think uh, the first two teams that come to mind for me are Twisted Minds and, and you at the moment. Maybe, um, maybe, but it's. It's only on only on paper, like yeah. You never I, I'm know. not gonna say anything again. Yeah, we just have to play a lot. We'll have to easier. see, hundred percent. Um, did you 
did you talk with Spyro about why he is out of Twisted Minds at all? Uh, actually, no. Uh, okay. Like, first of all, I'm not interested in actually. It's like his uh, own story with his team. So yeah. I don't care like what's wrong with uh, his like old team, or like it was his decision also. Uh, maybe we will ask him someday. Yeah, I'm but... just fishing for gossip, you know. I'm just uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. throwing my hook out. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. But it's okay. we, we, it maybe like some of my uh, teammates ask him. I don't know. Yeah. I, you don't really me, care. Actually, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Cool. Um, I think we're gonna cut it there. I think uh, I think that was really interesting. I had a lot of questions written down, but you just brought up all the topics by yourself, so I didn't even have to ask okay. anything. Um, yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, I uh, I think you're gonna have a pretty good year. I, I I think you're gonna be one of the best teams, but I guess we'll have to wait and see until uh, the next uh, tournament kicks only off. Only if we're gonna play like a lot and first practice as always. So. It's gotta stay like, grinding. Yeah, you you can't be the good team if you're like doing actually nothing. Yeah. Or like, don't you can't actually think about your skill only. So yeah, for sure, you have to put in the work. Yeah. All right. Um. Good luck next year. Hope you have a good rest of you, uh, of your New Year's of your cold cold Russian winter. And uh, <laughs> yeah. talk to you soon. Yes. Yes. My next guest doesn't really need an introduction, but for the listeners, especially for the video, I'll do it anyways. I'm joined by Batulins from Twisted Minds. How are you doing, Sasha? Yeah, hello, everyone. Hello, Kovo. I'm uh, doing great. I already started uh, to practice as a new roster for a new season and feeling confident, so all good. Sounds good. I want to talk about the new roster, but before I want to talk about PGC really quick. Um, it went how it kind of always goes for Twisted Minds. You did really well. <laughs> Uh, you were looking like you could win it, and the last day was probably not what you guys were hoping for. Um, I don't want to sort of, you know, put more salt in the wound, of course, but mm -hmm. do you want to talk a little bit about how the last day went and what you think went wrong? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, the last day was uh, kind of the same as uh, previous year uh, in terms of how it started. It even started much better than previous year because we won the first game. Yeah. And uh, our opponents like Nanawa or Seventeen, they played very bad in the beginning. So everything kind of was telling us that this is our year, finally. Yeah. It was very confident win in the first game. Uh, luckily, this Nanawa just made some stupid rotation in this first game in Myanmar. Mm -hmm. And they basically let us, because they made rotation from our side. And they gave us the whole uh, territory on this side of the map. And with this circle, uh, Miramar, our best map, high ground, all the information. My team was playing as three people. I was playing solo for all the time. So everything rang, went very good for us and we won it. And then we played the second Miramar. And we made a very, very good rotation in the center. And somehow I decided that instead of having good position i want to uh, to play a very good position mm -hmm. and uh, i sent us from one deep to another deep from another side of the road and this like move made us uh, die basically yeah so if i wouldn't do anything wouldn't call anything we would play this game easily just get points 
step by step. Like the only uh, thing we had to do in this game, uh, day three, just getting a little bit points every game. Yeah. But instead, uh, we were doing some hurry up moves. Uh, also, pretty unlucky situation that every time Cerberus is gonna push us or Genji staying in the deeps from the first circle on Tayago. So everything was uh, against of us, and we also were playing kind of fast instead mm -hmm. of just playing slow. Yeah, maybe because of the pressure, maybe also because uh, I don't know honestly. Not even pressure, because this uh, I re-listened re all the team speaks. I rewatched all the games, and this finals was basically my best personal uh, game of mm -hmm. all the time of all LAN tournaments. So basically, my best uh, tournament. From, yeah. So I was not nervous at all, and uh, I would just say we just lost. Yeah. <laughs> we just lost last day. We just uh, we did more mistakes than Danawa did. And that's why they won and we didn't. Uh, did we deserve to win? Of course we did. Did we deserve to lose? Of course we do. Like, we we played not good. And uh, this time it was different because I feel like in Dubai, like, this pressure kind of won us. Yeah, like, it was higher than our play good. Yeah. So that's how it is. Just we, we, we were worse than, than our. Yeah. It also... This stuff happens, and from the outside, it was looking like the same thing again. I was like, I saw you guys sending middle, and then you get pushed by Cerberus, you know, and I get flashbacks. I'm like, they're, they're sending too much, they're, maybe they're under pressure, mm -hmm. but sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes PUBG is just really hard, and sometimes things are against you. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's good to hear that it wasn't the pressure. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean... It's, it's sometimes it's hard. <laughs> sometimes the yeah. other teams are really good. Sometimes it, the games are hard. It's just uh, PUBG's are yeah, rough that's, game sometimes. That's basically what always happening to us. Like our strength is our stability that we always on top. Uh, no matter which teams in the lobby, yeah. how do we play? Which circles do we play? We're still on top. But at the same time, there are always going to be at least one or two teams who play very good. Yeah. They could be lucky. They could be just basically very good. Uh, everything could work better for them, uh, yeah. Ex especially in this tournament. So it basically was like that. It was uh, Navi, uh, for example, one year ago. It was Sonics in PGS2 in Riyadh. It was yeah. Danawa this year. Only 17 is basically <laughs> something like us, <laughs> who yeah. always somewhere close but uh, yeah. still not winning. Except, and, in, uh, except in PGS1, but yeah. They're similar. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. PGS1 was just the only reason I would say why we're not like uh, top, like we're not fighting 17 for top one because we were having hot drop mm -hmm. uh, for the whole tournament. At the same yeah. time, uh, Perfectix was ill until yeah. the end of the tournament. It was so hard for us. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, kind of like this. It's, it's going to be very interesting for me. The biggest question is next year, PGC, are we going to fight with 17 gaming for this top one? Mm -hmm. If so, then I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be very interesting. It's an interesting question. And um, we'll get to it in a mm. moment because I think right now it's very hard. It's very hard to predict who's going to be the top teams. Mm -hmm. um, Sonics didn't look that good now. Um, you have made a roster change. Mm -hmm. uh, Navi is obviously doesn't even exist anymore. So it's really interesting to see what the rosters are going to bring next season. That's what I want to talk about. The big topic is obviously um, 
I'm I think after PGC, you as a team, as an org, have made the decision to drop Spyro, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk me through how that went? Um, what what the reasons behind that were? What was your what, what's the goal you were going for with that roster change? Yeah, um, I'm not gonna say too many things about what's the reason of this. Of course, I will, but not too much. Yeah. yeah. So just okay. still have some yeah some guesses for people. Uh, I'm not gonna say everything that was inside him yeah. Yeah, and uh, so on. So first of all, what should I say? That uh, we are good friends with Spyro. So it was not like this kind of kick uh, where you just stop talking to this uh, human mm -hmm. anymore. So no, it's not our case. Uh, also, of course, it's because we were playing four years together and uh, it would be kind of dumb if we wouldn't... Uh, like, he's still part of a family, you know, for us. Yeah. Um, um, Surely, for him, it would be still questionable, yeah, uh, because uh, definitely he was ready to work more, and uh, this roster change is kind of just like it's hard. Already, I feel like it's hard to find the you know the right uh, words for it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it was a decision of the team, and uh, how it was. So first of all, I need to say that there are no better players in CIS region than these four players we had, like Perfectix, Lu, Spyro, and me. And uh, not even the same quality of players. So this change was like, we were like, who can, who can be another player instead of Spyro? And uh, in our opinion, example is basically the only one who deserves it. And uh, definitely he has a big achievement as a PGC winner, mm -hmm. as uh, basically he was the best player in Navi for all the time. Tornada, Navi, statistically, I'm not saying about like uh, his impact in uh, Navi gameplay, right? Yeah, you could only see the statistics that he was killing everyone. Mm -hmm. He was MVP for many, many tournaments. And uh, what also very important, I was playing with him before in M19. So I kind of knew what to expect from this player. Mm -hmm. So in our opinion, the only player who could possibly replace Spyro was Example. This is the first thing. Uh, what's the difference between Spyro and Example right now? Definitely is that Example doesn't know all this experience that we got as yeah. a team. So that's basically the only weakness we have right now that we need to teach Example of how we play all the games, what do we do, like uh, our team roles, uh, what each player should do, what exactly his role in the team, yeah, like uh, how everything gonna work for him, like in which situations he gonna support player, in which situations he can go and play aggressively, yeah. It's uh, since we have uh, like Lou who is always in front mm -hmm. or Perfectix who is also really likes to play definitely like somewhere um, in the first line, yeah, and me who is like rocks Chilling everything on a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so example needs to get used to it and this is the only weakness and it's kind of i don't think it's wrong to say that it's weakness right now for us because uh, anytime when the new player comes to the team the biggest problem is that you need to get used to him yeah. to communicate with him uh, like with spyro like we start the game and like Boom, and he doesn't. He he know what to do. Yeah. With example, you need to explain to him. Yeah, so yeah, this is the thing. Mm, 
Now, what was the reason of changing the spiral? Uh, I would say that the first reason is that training session process uh, gives a, uh, to all the players the training session moment is uh, enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And every time you come to a training session to playing screams, uh, you enjoy doing this. For Spyro, in our opinion, it was more like work, like uh, routine, yeah. And uh, he didn't really enjoy it. And uh, we felt like that possibly this year he might even be less interested in this process. And uh, since we are a team of hardworking players, it might be a fuck-up situation for us. Uh, It's not like uh, we couldn't play with Spyro more. Easily can. But uh, we are not... one part of a team was not sure if this training process will be enjoyable for all the players. And uh, here's a very important moment. So this enjoyment during the training session should be pure, like should be natural. You should really love it. And uh, if you love it, it's very easy for you to make some progress, work with other players and just chill together. It's like become better, but at the same time you enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. If it's natural, it's easy. If you have to do many, many things, like try to think positively about it or whatever, it's kind of hard. Like uh, just some days is fine, but some days when you feel not good, you it really might be very hard for you. Yeah. And for uh, other players, it's very important to every time to be like giga professional. If it's not very professional, it brings some like not conflicts. We never had any conflicts. It was more like just this uh, psychological difference between players. Yeah, and uh, I would say that's the only reason because Spyro at the tournament basically is still one of the best players. Every PGC he is uh, statistically very good, and uh, you never see the Spyro as like anyhow bad in any aspect of the life you know like we always just if it would be different we wouldn't stay and play together for four years so yeah all the people should understand that this change is more like we just try new yeah. thing that's all it's and also this is, you've been together yeah. for so long right and it's mm-hmm. it's hard when you're together for this long and you're successful for that long it can be really hard to keep up that motivation and then, mm-hmm. like you're saying, you're a hardworking team. Bringing in a new guy means you have to work on all things again. You have to do everything again. But it also helps you just to work fresh and, and sort of reset that. I don't want to say getting reason. bored, but like it, it gets yes. harder to work on the same things. Yes, yes. This is the second reason. It's more like not the reason why we kick Spyro. Mm-hmm. More like why we want another player because yeah. it's like a fresh blood. And just fresh blood. You just want to talk. You yeah. just every every analysis of each moment of the game is kind of more interesting, even for coaches. Uh, so when when I'm talking about this replacement, it's not only about how players feel. It's also about how coaches can feel, and uh, that's also important because uh, each part of a team lives this life together. Talk like uh, come up with some ideas which uh, they want to talk with us yes with the players and with a new player it's like 
just a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Something like this. This is what I can say. Yeah. yeah like there is no bad things. Yeah. Like, of course, there are some moments of some difference in characters between some of the people. Like someone likes to talk, someone don't like doesn't yeah. like to talk, and uh, many many stuff, you know. But it's not important. Yeah. The only important is this thing. Yeah. I mean, if you're together for four years, there's gonna be some moments where you clash a little bit, some moments where you disagree a little bit. But yeah, I think that's good. I think I, that's gonna give people a really good idea of of what's happening and 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 why you made these changes. Um. I want to talk about two more things. Uh, you've also uh, added Haruzen back. As an mm -hmm. assistant coach, mm -hmm. um, I, I could ask him himself, but it, he left originally because he wanted to keep playing, right? Is that correct? When he left from VP? Yeah, yeah. that's the only reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now he realized that he wants to come back. It was something like he announced that uh, he doesn't want to be a pro player anymore. Mm -hmm. He's like, uh, he doesn't think that uh, effort he puts in the game will possibly give him any results yeah and it's i would say it's pretty normal as a pubg player since our system is kind of tough yeah for most of people and so he decided he would better try to find some work in real life and that's all and then we saw it and we thought uh, we wanted a second coach mm -hmm. and we thought like if not heroes and then who can yeah. do better on this uh, role and uh, we decided to write him and he was like, yeah, let's try. And uh, basically, that's all. Uh, why Why did you say you want a second coach? Can you tell me a little bit about, about the roles, what Tab is doing and what you want Hiruzen to be doing? So first reason is that we are uh, replacing a player. Mm -hmm. We're doing it for the first time in the history of this team. And uh, we think that uh, one more human resource can help us to analyze any possible like situations between players like uh, will basically one coach will look at all povs that example playing mm -hmm. and uh, it's going to be the top because uh, he knows how the system works yeah. in, the, in the team right now because heroes and doesn't know now yeah he needs some time also he's yeah. basically also new so and uh, just four hands yeah. is better than two hands for in any, in, yeah for everything so yeah this is the first reason yeah. um, and also it's something fresh also good it's nice it's nice to you can do that um mm -hmm. spyro has gone to question mark mm -hmm. i kind of think they're to me on paper they look like the the second best team in europe right now maybe mm -hmm. um they can, he can probably bring a lot to that team as well, right? If you if from from playing with you guys for four years, he mm -hmm. must have a ton of input on the game and and ideas and and experience to bring, right? Yeah, and uh, not only this, it's very interesting to see how he was playing in central team, like I mean, yeah. mid in uh, who plays from middle, and now he's playing from completely different edge team, and. Uh, he can basically introduce himself as a guy who knows everything of how like central teams playing at the same time play with one of the best edge teams at least in europe yeah, yeah. so in my opinion it's uh, 
very interesting. We're not talking now about if he will feel himself comfortable with this type of players, yeah, who is playing for question mark. But uh, who knows? You never know. Yeah. Maybe everything gonna be great for them. I think I think if they work as people together, if if the chemistry mm -hmm. works, they should be super strong. But you never know mm -hmm. until they play. What do you, what do you think about the Navi roster? Navi roster is definitely something you would want to see how it works. Yeah. Because uh, so how does Navi works right now? They have uh, coach Alrain who won the PGC. And he is basically like father of this mm -hmm. roster. Mm -hmm. uh, he wants to have a structure, which is he definitely takes a lot from our team, and uh, also his knowledge and his experience from his previous roster, Navi roster. Uh, he has four players, very young players, motivated players, because they basically got this is time when you can say that you got this chance to get to Navi. Yeah. And like it was before many years ago that if you get to Navi, you're basically getting to the best uh, CIS organization. So it means uh, it's like this chance you have to work for it. Yeah. And they should. They are there. Like they are four young players. They're giga motivated. They don't have any experience before. They should work hard every day. Yeah. Until this year ends, they have uh, this uh, partner partnership with PUBG LAN tournaments. They have everything. Yeah. Yeah. They just need to work. And it's going to be very interesting. I would say, for me, it's hard to expect high places from them yeah. because I don't see how four players without any knowledge, even if they are like, uh, their aim is like God aim. Yeah, yeah. They can kill everyone. I still don't see how they're going to play. And especially when they got to LAN tournament without mm -hmm. all this coach, without computers around you, like information, you just get to this place on arena uh, and you have to play You're and on you your have own. you have fans who mm -hmm. are like screaming not navi yeah. they're going to scream 70 gaming new happy but not navi yeah and uh, every game is different and this pressure is hard so we should see like the whole year if they will make history with this roster it's amazing because these four players is very young and it's interesting for me yeah for sure but they yeah. might take some time. That's for sure. Yeah. And yeah. like, I think someone made the point. I forgot when it was, but they were like, there's always going to be so much pressure on these players because they're coming in. Everybody's looking at them now. Um, they're in with a, with a global partner team. They're this full new roster from the last, like, last year PGC's champion. There's a mm -hmm. lot of pressure going on around these guys. And they're so young and so still sort of inexperienced on the biggest stages. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be hard, but they have they have a lot of potential, I guess. It's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah, I I just when I was uh, chilling like after PGC, I was rewatching their games, and I would say definitely now is weak. Right now, what I see is very weak. Yeah. But since I know that uh, their coach will work a lot, and all the players gonna work a lot, maybe it's gonna be pretty good, yeah. especially in Europe. So I wish uh, only luck to these players. I don't know about this, you know, this situation about Hakatori, like about cheats. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. And I don't care, honestly. Yeah. I just uh, wish them to play good. Yeah, that's also something that's going to be even more pressure. 
I don't yeah definitely, like there's yeah. a lot of accusations and stuff. It doesn't matter until there's proof. But if you're coming to a LAN and everybody's like, oh my God, we're going to see Hakatori on LAN. He's going to be terrible. You know, that's extra pressure. That's even harder. Um, but again, I think it's an, everybody's looking at them. It's like an exciting project as well, like for them and for the coach, because I don't think you'll ever have a chance to form a team like that, right? You, you never get just four young players together that are super committed to work because they're on a big org now. So... They could go a lot of different ways with this team, um, and it's going to be super interesting to see how they pull it off. I would say the situation is completely new for PUBG. It's kind of normal for CSGO yeah. with their budgets, with their many organizations, with everything they have. Yeah. Uh, but for PUBG, it's something new, and that's why it's also interesting to see. Yeah. I would also say there is one more CIS team that uh, we should look, like, have our eyes on. Mm -hmm. Is this uh, old Navi roster? Yeah. Uh, with the, I guess they're playing with Levante. Yeah. Um, who previously played for Patsamalot. I can't imagine what to expect from them because, yeah. as far as I know, they don't even have a coach. So no. they're kind of just four players and they're just hanging out together. But their experience is huge. So we should always expect from them. And they might get organization. I don't know any like uh, you know more information okay okay, okay, okay well okay. let's say i know the information but it would be not good if i would say anything okay but uh, just the fact that they might get an organization is already interesting that's yeah. that's really good i was gonna yeah. say that that's they need i feel like that roster needs motivation mm -hmm. um because they've they've done everything they've achieved a lot now they've kind of fallen down one level right um but sometimes also getting kicked from your org can be good new motivation right it can it can sort of wake you up a little bit um yeah but we promised to keep this short and i promised to let you go before yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, um, sure. so we should stop starting new topics all the time uh, yes, i'm just gonna yes, yes. i'm just gonna let you go and uh, thank you so much for coming on sasha that was nice yeah, thank you very much, and thank you for this bathrobe. I, I have to say, I, I just DM'd Koa, but I like this color <laughs> more than mine. So basically, yeah, you need I, to give me this. <laughs> I can bring it next LAN. We can work yeah, something sure. out. Sure, All right. See yeah. you later, Sasha. Yeah, see you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. My last guest for this episode is no one else but Alrein from Navi. How are you doing, man? Pretty good. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> I uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to get someone from Navi. You guys are really busy at the moment, I feel like. There's a lot going on. Uh, there's a lot we can talk about. So I'm happy you are here. Um, and there's a lot of conversation about Navi at the moment, but I kind of want to start from, from the beginning. Um, you guys won PGC 2022. Uh, you guys did amazing. You had a crazy last day won the world championship. And then it all kind of went downhill from there. Um, you struggled a lot in the online tournaments. It ended up with a roster move very late in the year. Can you talk to me a little bit about, from your perspective, sort of what happened and um, how things went after PGC? Yeah, uh, I tend to say, like, uh, I wish we didn't win it. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> everything actually went down after that. As you said, uh, I actually think like uh, right now, uh, thinking back what happened and uh, uh, the whole year like is just a big failure, to be honest, like everyone understands that. 
in the team and outside of the team. So um, basically, I came to the conclusion that we were not ready for that win at that moment. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I mean, what I actually mean is like, uh, we were not ready to process the win afterwards. So when we actually won, of course, as a coach, I understood like the boys can lose a little bit of track of motivation. Uh, everything changes. Uh, like you need to set new goals uh, to keep up grinding and so on. And we had conversations basically about everything. And uh, I think we managed to find a new purpose of grinding new achievements that we want to make and so on everyone find uh, found their own uh, goals and general team goals as well but uh, in practice i think like the motivation and uh, like this passion for the game was not there anymore and i think it's a common thing that any team that wins the best tournament in PUBG, like uh, they can come to this uh, situation. That's why, right now, I believe I would I would have made some different uh, conclusions after winning. So mm -hmm. we didn't came into the situation of yeah of losing the next year like that. Yeah, that's it probably. So you guys had a pretty rough year afterwards. You just talked about it, and then before PEC fall, uh, after PGS two. You made the decision uh, to let go of Uber, right? And you brought yep. in uh, a young guy, a, a less experienced guy. Uh, you brought in Fairest. I think individually he did pretty pretty well um, for his first first sort of tournament with the team, but it, it wasn't enough. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about why that decision was made? Why you felt like you had to? Uh, why you felt like something had to change in the team? Was that also? Was that the team was that you was that the org where where does that come from we always make decisions uh, in the previous roster we were always making decisions uh, like as a group as mm -hmm. a team it was never like a decision of an org or one player or a okay. coach yeah uh, it could have been initiated by someone like you cannot initiate uh, everything together of course someone initiates uh, but decisions are made together and uh, I can only say like uh, it was heartbreaking for everyone and for me of course because uh, the championship roster uh, I really wanted the last year to be to, to be another championship mm -hmm. because uh, I think it would have been like historical thing and uh, this is uh, what I was aiming for and the boys were aiming for so um, by changing one player you basically like give up on that goal right yeah. you cannot <laughs> make it with the same roster twice anymore you can make it with another roster and it's like not, not what you same. expected at the beginning of the season yeah because like you said the mentality for the season uh, mm -hmm. of the team so yeah the change but the change unfortunately was like just necessary it was uh, it was outside of the game's thing if I can say so like 
Uba is just like a perfect fit for that team. Everyone understood that. It was like obvious from the moment he joined the team. Like we just like grew up really hard after that. And uh, in game, like every everything was still there, but we just couldn't continue like playing anymore. Like mm -hmm. we did something like this. Happens. Yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. Now, <clears throat> I think everybody was uh, a little shocked to see the whole roster sort of slowly let go after that. Um, I, I don't know the exact timeline, but basically um, it, it's always people see this in Pro Hub and they see example posting that he's a free agent and stuff. So it slowly trickles out to the public. Um, but now we are left with no more players from the old roster. Uh, Alia, Melman, example, are also have also left or are gone. And you have a full new roster of young players. Can you talk me through how that process happened, how that decision was, was made? Sort of how it came from the old roster to the new roster? Yeah, after uh, we have swapped uh, Uba with Ferris, like... Uh... We still had chances like to qualify for PGC, yeah. but uh, but actually like uh, we were thinking that Riyadh uh, tournament was like the main thing at that moment, and we wanted to qualify to the PGC through uh, like this global series uh, points and so on. But after that, like the only way for us to qualify was PC fall and. Uh, we knew, like, uh, if we do not qualify to the grand uh, to the PGC, like, obviously, some changes need to be made. Like, it, mm -hmm. I think it should be obvious, like, for everyone. You just cannot like lose the season like that, not even qualify to the grand uh, to the PGC, and with all the invites and stuff, like, uh, just we can't cannot afford that, like obviously and i think boys think as well so uh that's why when we understood like we didn't make it we thought like we need to make changes in in our roster and uh, the work cannot keep up with the roster that cannot uh, that is not uh, winning right mm -hmm. basically was it just a decision that was made at some point by by you or or the org that you want to start fresh um or was it like a gradual process that you were looking for new players and then you figured at some point oh this player yeah. should, should probably leave as well there was no plan of like uh, bringing a new roster or something like mm -hmm. uh, i think there was like an opportunity also for us to continue playing like as a whole uh we could have uh like continue playing together uh, yeah. with navi and stuff like but uh, just like the total failure of the season and the result uh, doesn't let us like i think it's just like uh, i don't know placebo you know <laughs> like thinking that was was unlucky or something i just like uh, i think the result is like direct uh, guidance of uh, what you did, how you trained, and what you achieved. 
it's never unlucky like result is never unlucky if it can be unlucky when like top five you know first second third place but if you fail so hard the whole season like something should be changed yeah so uh some players didn't want change others wanted i don't want to like uh, disclose that of course because it's like internal stuff just like uh, there was uh, a team talk of course as usual as i said all, all decisions are made together and uh, i talked to all the players we uh, i gathered their opinion of what should be done i talked to the org uh, to this esports department of uh, navi uh, the sports director himself and uh, gathering all the feedback of everyone uh, we decided like we need to continue uh, but uh, the roster should be changed Mm -hmm. something like this yeah and uh, at that moment i didn't have like the whole picture of what it will be we not we are not like you know thinking about oh we want to bring this player that's why we need to kick another one mm-hmm. no it's always like uh, we are forced or we need to make a change and afterwards we are just like finding the solution of of who can fit how it can work and so on like it's not pre-fire you know yeah pre-fire before kicking yeah so after we understood like who leaves uh, how it's set and so on then uh, I was like, uh, I wanted to example to stay mm-hmm. in that roster. So the idea, first idea was to, uh, to make a roster with example being on that roster and so on. But afterwards, like things changed <laughs> and we decided uh, after PGC that there will be a whole new roster. Yeah. Something like this. <laughs> Interesting. Was example in conversations with Twisted Minds after he left Navi, or or did he leave Navi because of Twisted Minds? That's the know. question for example. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, did the did all the all the new players are Ukrainian? Navi is a new Ukrainian org. Yep. Uh, obviously, there is uh, big conflicts with having Russian and Ukrainian players, or possible conflicts. Doesn't have to be, but possible conflicts having Russians on on your team. Um, did that play a role in the in the in the roster changes? Um, it played role in whom we are picking, yeah. But not like uh, not in the fact that you're cha- letting go not the in the fact that we are changing yeah, the other roster, yeah. something like this. As I said, like we can continue and so on if uh, we are uh, showing results and everything, like championship roster, yeah, and so on. Makes so, sense. Yeah. So when it came to like we need to pick new players then uh, of course this like was uh, one of the factors that we were considering me as a coach and org makes sense makes a lot of sense um so now the roster is it's fairest it's diffix hakatori and sausage um all of these players have a lot of talent i think it's fair to say none of them have a, a great amount of experience on on the big scene um You've been playing together for a month now or something like that, I guess. A little bit less, maybe. Something like that, Um, Can you tell me a little bit about how the team works, how the roles work in the team, and and how the structure is supposed to be? 
what you're planning for next year sort of with this team uh, yeah definitely as you said like uh, the team is not experienced enough uh, at this moment and um, i just like my idea is about uh, them getting that experience next year of tournaments lands and so on uh, so um, i think like experience can be achieved can be reached like at some point uh, new players need to come and they need to gain that experience and uh, the like uh, the scene will not change <laughs> if new players are not coming so uh, some of players like just cannot have the opportunity and uh, these guys they have this opportunity right now so uh, the idea, yeah, the idea is like um, with the experience on an international scene and tier one tournaments in EU, they should be capable of uh, reaching that experience with their motivation and uh, uh, grinding potential and the skill. Uh, it should be working. <laughs> Something like this, yeah. And um, uh, about the structure and rules, um it's not completely set of course like mm -hmm. it's just one month uh we're making a lot of tests with different players and stuff and uh, each player uh, could have brought like something different and the whole structure would have changed you know like only one player coming and everything can change in the roster who is igling who's helping with stuff and so on I tend to like uh, have uh, some decision-making roles on the team mm -hmm. and just like execution roles, something like this. Uh, I'm not sure we'll just stick to that combination, but uh, so far we'll try different things like one IGL, three executors, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, two decision-makers, uh, two performers, uh, maybe three uh, IGLing guys with one uh, being just like an executor, a performer. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll figure it out like sooner. Uh, and I think like everything will definitely change after the first uh, tournament because mm -hmm. you, you can like truly understand what's working only when you played the tournament, right? Yeah. Screams and stuff is just like uh, theory. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we are not like um, finishing the structure on something exactly right now. But uh, one thing I can like definitely say, the fairest will be an IGL on that team. Okay. Something like this. Yeah. Interesting. That was the, the thing that sort of stood out to me when I saw the roster changes. I thought the logical idea for me was build a new roster around Melman. So you have the mm -hmm. experienced IGL and you can bring all these new guys in. Um, and I thought, okay, this makes a lot of sense. And then it was like, everyone's gone. I was like, okay, this is a full new from the building from the ground up. It's a, it's a different kind of project then. But there's, it's exciting. And I think it's pretty was, exciting yeah. for you as a coach as well. I feel like there's no situation where you can have this much impact as a coach than you can have with a fully fresh roster, right? Where you can try and guide them, try and direct them. So I think it's a, I think it's a, everyone is looking at Navi right now. And 
Uh, there's a lot of eyes on you. There's a lot of expectations. There's a, I think there's a little bit of extra pressure because you are a global partner. Um, if these four guys were playing together on a different name and not, not this known, then there would be a lot less pressure. And there's the, there's the added pressure of that they haven't played much lands. Um, and there's the added pressure that there's a lot of rumors going around um, if, if some players on the roster are cheating or not. How do you personally and how do you as a team handle that? Is, because it's a really weird situation to be in, right? It's not like... Uh, <laughs> it's not uh, cool, of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, like that. But um, of course, before making... Uh, before like testing new players and stuff, I'm like uh, watching each player, uh, the reputation, the skill, and everything. Like it's just my job uh, as a coach, I think. And um, of course, I heard like all the rumors and stuff, and uh, the boys, uh, uh, the previous roster and this roster. Like uh, everyone uh, talks about this. And uh, I was watching uh, POVs of uh, my new players uh, from PC4. Like, that's, I think, like, the best. And uh, that's, like, uh, the most uh, secure thing for me, to watch the full POV in-game. We received the replays, right? Like, mm -hmm. we could have seen, like, absolutely anything and everything from those grand final games and so on. So I watched them really precise. Like I spent a lot of time w watching these replays. Uh, that was the key thing for me at first. Uh, I didn't see anything. Like it's just like the boys are cracked, playing really good and so on. Uh, after that, uh, we started testing uh, players and uh, after testing them, of course, they, they were streaming POVs to me directly. Like, I can watch anything again, both in Discord, YouTube, and so on. Like, uh, uh, that's why I didn't see anything as well. Like, and I was really actually impressed by Hakatri's uh, uh, macro understanding and stuff. So, for me, as you said, like, it's like four new players cracked and uh, not experienced but uh, Hakatari is actually understanding the game quite well uh, even better than I was expecting him to do you know mm -hmm. so uh, and the time spent in the game uh, I can like correlate how they play with how they practice he's just like bringing all the records of uh, ranked games in the season just every season so many games playing with everyone uh, playing the best tournaments uh, he's allowed by craft phone uh, they're allowed to play uh, in the grand finals esports service and stuff like uh, we cannot like uh, search for a better situation of them playing than this yeah. I, I assume like the better situation of course will be LAN but we'll see like of course we will be playing on lands if we get invitations or we'll qualify we'll see right 
but uh, at that moment we'll see another like uh, check and we'll have boot camps where we can, where we can like uh, triple quadruple check you know so of course i will be doing everything and i already was doing everything and uh, talking about the rumors uh, and the proofs you know this kind of uh, in the community i saw everything like everyone was uh, sending me this and uh, uh, it's not legit for me it's not mm -hmm. legit of course the boys uh, explained me everything and i trust them like they're not cheating they didn't have any f accounts and uh, stuff when where they were cheating were some problems with uh, multi-account bans on gll and stuff but nothing uh, related to using like software and stuff so uh, so far we are working and we'll prove ourselves on land <laughs> something like sounds this. good yeah i talked about this with someone the other day and i was like this is gonna there's gonna be so much pressure on these boys because they're now on navi they they play their first LAN. It's I think it's everybody's first LAN, right? I think none of them have been have played on a LAN before. And uh, there's a lot of people going, ooh, Hakatori on LAN, ooh, ooh, you know? It's there's gonna be a lot of pressure. And I I vividly remember when the whole PUBG community thought Iroh was cheating. And then he had to play on LAN and he was really bad on his first LAN. And everybody was like, Yes, look. It's him. He's bad. <laughs> and then he just dominated on a second LAN and he went to PL and he dominated there. And everybody was like, oh shit. We were actually, everybody was wrong, apparently. Um, but it, yeah. it, it's, a, it's, it's a terrible situation, I think, for the, for the players to be in. And I, I hope they can prove themselves because right now it's, it's not going to be fun when, when there's so many people going around just saying these things and you can't really do anything to prove them wrong. Yeah, I'm not like setting expectations and stuff. Uh, mm. uh, they need to get this experience and so on. Like, uh, but definitely, as you said, like the pressure is there, and uh, they will need to uh, overcome it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> it's gonna be the biggest challenge. Even if they like play bad on the first land, like we'll see yeah. further and so on. Like, uh, it's just like the thing on a distance. Yeah. still like uh, i remember talking to alia uh, back in the days at, about his first land and he was also like saying i was shaky a bit and stuff and played not really good so yeah. it's a common thing you it's know? a very first land thing. first land it's a first land yeah yeah we'll see like we'll see more in it, the future <laughs> a lot of a lot of high profile players say as well like the, you can try out someone you can put them on your roster you can play tournaments with them but you only really see when you play with them on LAN how they do there. Sure. And some players, they just glow up and other players, they just kind of fall apart. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. All right. We are not, yeah, we're not building on or so. No. Uh, everything is put on LAN, of course. Yes, yeah. <laughs> 100%. We've been going for 30 minutes now. Um, I have to cut this short. I have, to, I have to cut it at some point. This keeps happening all right. in all my interviews. I have to just go and cut it because uh, we could sit here for a long time longer. That was some un uncomfortable questions, Alrein. Thank you so much uh, for answering all of them. And uh, thank you so right. much for coming on. I said before, everybody's looking at Navi. We're all excited to see what you can pull off. And uh, I guess we'll see you in, I don't want to say soon, because it's going to be a while, but we'll see you in the tournament. See you. <laughs> thank you so much.
Thank you. That was the Roster Royale episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, special of the hot drop. And uh, yeah, if you if you enjoy the content, make sure you hit that like button. And if you don't want to miss the next normal episode of the hot drop, uh, then make sure you subscribe. There's definitely 100% going to be an episode before PEC Spring. Or whatever that might be called. Um, when exactly it's, it's going to come out, I don't know. Um, but the Hot Rod Podcast is not going anywhere. See you guys in the next video.